Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 125th episode of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premiere video game podcast. This is our 125th iteration. This is the latest and greatest. The first 124 were just a practice for this one. So thank you for joining us. Uh, brand is super tiny on OBS. Let me try to fix that real quick. Uh, tonight we have uh, Sony looks to add Epic Steam to their game catalog. Uh, WB Games no longer on the dealer's table. Well done. Xbox lames with gold. It auto-corrected, I was told, and was not fixed. Ubisoft deciphers backwards compatibility. Uh, they left out one through four, though, so, or one through three, so I don't know how they did their math. Opening night live showdown in no particular order edition. Great, that's awesome. And uh, and you spelled showdown like Samurai Showdown, so that's extra points. Yes. Uh, 3D audio love, PlayStation 5 style. That's a very obscure news list. It was built by none other than co-host Cesar Concepcion II. I was drunk with power. Who joins, who joins myself, Richard Bergman and Brant McKee. Welcome, gentlemen. I'm looking for some more quinoa for the sad boy. <laughs> who is the sad boy? Is that you? I don't know if it's me. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> uh, we had a shit talker in our pre-show. Thank you, fiddling gangsta. <laughs> we appreciate you being with us. <laughs> Via the chat. Uh, I gotta fix Tiny Brant. Hold on. Where you at, Tiny Brant? Mm, he's happy being tiny. He's Lumbi. Got him. Uh, I gotta let him. I gotta let him break free. I'm always I'm having to, to go adjust back to my tree seats. and make some cookies. <laughs> I'm always having to adjust these uh, feeds on OBS. I don't know why it never stays in there, but hey, the joys of live streaming, right? This is what we get paid the big bucks to do. I really don't have input on that since you handle all that feeds. But from what I can gather on Twitter, that is a common occurrence with OBS. So. <laughs> You are not alone. We've seen many an OBS meme. Like, okay, you you aren't where I left you last time. And then it'll just change midstream. Like, last episode, I'll look down at my phone and Brent says, we can't see you. <laughs> like, what yeah, you happened? just disappeared. What changed? I just happened to catch it out of, out of the side of my eye. Oh, the fiddling gangsta. All right, guys. I, I will not be uh, dishonest. I'm extra tired, so I'm going to try to power through this one. Let's have a good time with news. Let's catch up on my Halo weekend and then whatever you guys play. And let's get the <laughs> hell out of here. <laughs> 125 or a quarter of the way to 200. Well, in the second hundred, not from zero to 200. Bicentennial. We got we to gotta celebrate the bicentennial. <laughs> it's coming. We're closing in fast. Mm-hmm. Once another, a week. Uh, another year and a half in bicentennial time. It will be, won't it? Yep. We have, uh, speaking of closing in on, I saw we were close to 10,000 plays, so uh, congratulations. We're, we're closing in on that. Oh, I have to open up actual SoundCloud now. But it was like 9,700-something, I want to say. Wow. Getting close. Not too shabby. Yep, 9,724. All-time, no podcast listens. Boom, and that's before we- we brought this show on the uh, the video interface before we shocked the internet with our faces. <laughs> and that doesn't even count the negative episodes. Yeah. There, there were a lot of negative episodes. <laughs> we should release those as fillers. Then it'll like all of a sudden be this one that Russell's back into, and people will be like, what, 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 what happened? I'm sure it's going to be uh, Sea of Thieves and Star Trek. Sea of Thieves came out when the show was live, right? I, I just... I yeah. I just know he was dedicating those two uh, products, ecosystems. 
He was heavily vested for quite some time. I can't make fun of him. Uh, Halo has done that to me, so that's my weekly update. <laughs> yeah, I can't. That's why I said I can't shit talk because, I, like I t- texted you earlier, I, I went through seventy episodes of anime this week in four days. So, <laughs> jeez, you were destroying it. I'm still am. I'm only halfway done. So, all right, let's get this news going. Sony looks to add as my browser tab arrives. At least you have yours open. I haven't gotten there yet. Hold on, wait for. There we go. Gamatsu, Sony Interactive Entertainment, to continue to invest in or acquire companies, explore expanding first-party titles to PC. This came from the published, the recently published 2020 corporate report. Um, Sony Interactive Entertainment continues to invest in or acquire firms with abundant creativity and cutting-edge technologies to build up worldwide studios. An association of first-party titles, uh, first-party title production studios. Most recently, in August 2019, it acquired Insomniac Games, a longtime Sony partner. Uh, Worldwide Studios owns 14 studios and has become one of the world's leading game developer networks. Unless you're in the UK and then they just keep closing you down. (laughs) (laughs) Destroying all the... Our uh, Wipeout Studio and... Manchester and VR. One gorilla got folded into two others. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Studio Liverpool. You'll never code alone. There we go. That's only for your Liverpool fans. It's it's a pretty good one there. (laughs) All the Arsenal people are cheering. (laughs) Uh, Anything else to add to this? Uh, This is pretty standard fare. They're going to look to re-up and build their portfolio for uh, future endeavors. They also said that uh, they were going to partner with more third-party and second-party people to do more exclusive stuff, which we haven't seen with uh, Spider-Man and whatnot. So that's going to continue. And that, uh, that Epic game, or Epic... I get their products so confused. Unreal Engine. When they did that uh, big unveiling and it was like the Tomb Raider-esque thing with the girl going through the rocks and the caverns and the water everywhere and that kind of stuff. That was, uh, you know, they, they said specifically it's captured on PS5. Yeah, and outside of that, I think they end up the whole thing where uh, they drop that news bit uh, that they're going to explore looking at their first party titles and see what will work on the PC platform. So in order to promote further growth and profitability, so. You've seen that coming, and y'all have seen the Steam charts where, like, Sea of Thieves is way at the top, and Death Stranding was at the top for quite a while, so that's just going to occur with uh, these first parties. It seems like the the MO going forward. And we talked last week about Nintendo having the Minecraft featured in their Direct with the uh, Xbox Game Studio logo, and just it's how things are changing. Games yeah. is a platform. I mean, there's some things they, uh, you're going to see some Venn diagrams, so some things are going to interact and some will not, so... right. Right. Maybe we'll finally get the the sequel to the order one day, 1887. I'll. Oh, I gotta have it. Oh. <laughs> right. They're gonna sell I'll, three copies right here. I'll take the next one here. Uh, this one's also from G Monster from Cell. This one uh came from Bloomberg, which I could have just put Bloomberg in there, but whatever. AT&T is no longer looking to sell Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. Um, basically, following in a report that they said that I guess the idea was from John Stankey. Uh, John Stanky. Yeah, according to Bloomberg, the decision to abandon the sale, excuse me, which could be a subject to change, came following the inauguration of John Stanky, which is a new CEO after Randall Stevenson left. I guess Randall Stevenson was the one who was uh, putting out those fillers. And then they uh, basically, this whole article goes on detail that they felt that their uh, gaming division is uh, would be part of the future for AT&T, and they wanted to hold on to it. Yeah. But then he, he did come out at the end and say, hey, but we're always... 
open to, you know, make us an offer. So it's right. all dependent on the price. If you come out there and you come out with uh, something that's more than what it's worth, I'm sure they're going to they're gonna take it. So that's basically what he's saying. But right now they're not looking to sell anything, I imagine. So That's business. I know there's a, there's a widely told story of Microsoft going after uh, Nintendo and you know, Sega tried to part or Sony tried to partner with Sega to market the PlayStation. And there's all these business deals that go on that either that make it or don't and that we never see the light of day. So mm-hmm. somebody might have come in and said, hey, you know, we can invest in this. We can make this a bigger bit of our profits and let's hold on to this catalog. Yep. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beat, man. <laughs> You're not the only one. I'm, I'm, I got to do something else for work. I just didn't realize until we started this thing. I was like, oh, September. Yeah. I didn't realize it's September. I got to do it tonight. So It's September. I think yeah. it's just being out in the heat. I'm just, I'm drained as well. <laughs> Brent's outdoors. Golly. I know yeah, you're I'm cooking, out, man. Outdoors. You're cooking on yeah. asphalt, too. That's the worst kind. Shh, walking the on the side of Terra Boulevard. The heat comes from above you and below. It's, yeah. It's just, you're just broiling. I had my shoes melt, man. Walking along, just look down at the bottom of my boots. I'm like, oh my god, my shoes are melting. Brandon, tell us about those lames with gold. I say we've got these lames with gold. There's a good one in there. I watched uh, Michael play one of these back in the day. It's a pretty solid game. So we have uh, our four games with gold. Um, Tom Clancy's uh, (laughs) The Division. Uh, which will be available September 1st to the 30th. Uh, Division 2, right? No. Yeah. no. Oh, okay. No, just the original. Okay. okay. <laughs> sure. And then the good game that uh, Richard was alluding to, The Book of Unwritten Tales 2. <laughs> <laughs> yes, The Book of Unwritten Tales 2. So we got Division 1 and Book of Unwritten Tales 2. Go to uh, Unwritten <laughs> Rules. Why are we saying Unwritten Tales? <laughs> Why do you have to say It says Unwritten Tales 2. <laughs> unwritten We're getting Unwritten tales. Rules. I don't know. We're all, it, like we it's said, in the we're description. Out of it. It's on their blog. The Book of Unwritten Rules, too. Look at it. Oh, that's what it does say. Yeah. <laughs> well Holy done, Xbox. Nobody caught this? Uh, I'm looking in the comments. That's bad. I can, so there's no comments. Yeah. This giant Brant. Brant took over the screen for me again. I quit, man. OBS. And that will be, <laughs> that will, uh, be available for you uh, September 16th through October 15th. Giant uh, Brant will be available. He will come uh, to your house and, and play Days Gone for you. <laughs> every day, every day. Uh, uh, Blob 2, available September 1st through uh, the 15th. <laughs> and then uh, Armed and Dangerous. Armed and uh, Dangerous, this is the one I was talking 16, about. Yeah, uh, September 16th through the 30th. This is an original Xbox game, and it, when you watch yeah. it, it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's... It's doing more with the Xbox than the Xbox should have been capable of doing. It's it's very impressive to watch, and I'm sure it looks good on on these next generation systems. And, but it's a and, quirky. Uh, you played it, Brent? No, I'm just saying. Out of most of these, I, I think that's one of the ones that kind of piqued my interest the most. Because yeah. I've played the Division and and but most most of these games, they were. It seems like they're kind of struggling. I know. It doesn't seem like they want to repeat titles, and I think they'd probably get some flack if they did repeat titles. Right. Um, but I think going forward, wh- what are y'all's thoughts on this? I'm thinking with the the push with uh, Game Pass Ultimate and uh, all the other services, and 
the option for um, the Xbox Live Gold, mm-hmm. like the 12-month subscription, uh, recently totally. just disappeared yeah. from the store. Didn't affect me because after it disappeared, I got the notification about a week later and then was charged to my card for a full year of Xbox Live Gold. Um, <laughs> it's like welcome but, to the club. Yeah. At what rate, uh, though? It's still the same. The $60 same rate? rate. Okay. Yep. And, uh, but would it surprise anybody within the future if they just kind of merge all these things together and they don't necessarily do the, the free games? Um, if it's just, you know what, here, if you, if you want something, we want you in uh, Game Pass. Yeah. And that I think that might be their main their main focus because it seems like they're getting it looks like the tap is running dry on these games with gold. No, you're right because I think that was the biggest complaint on the PlayStation Plus front. Uh, I mean, those were decent games, but a lot of people were kind of uh, whining about like, hey, these were already available on PS Now, and they're like, I don't want to play these anymore. So that's how some people were reacting. So. At some point, I guess you just get rid of the games will go and just give everybody a month of uh, PS Now or Game Pass. <laughs> hey, Sony said they're looking to acquire studios and services. It could happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're excited because we like, we like game catalogs. We like having access to various titles. And this is for random-ass games, right? I think we all have a copy of Division by now. That's, so that's a wash for us. But I get where Ubisoft will want to put that out to try to get some add-ons and... He reaches for Days Gone. We said Division, not Days Gone. I got Division. Yeah. Rant's breaking out his copy. That sucks, man. I mean, you, you figured it would be the second one. That way you can get those uh, expansion packs you're still making for it. Yeah. So, yeah. It's weird that you go with the first one, but, eh. You gotta give somebody something. Yeah. So. But again, I don't, I don't know that this is for us the way this platform works, you know? It's cool to have an added bonus here and there, but I think those big titles are now coming to Game Pass. We're not going to be floored by a Games with Gold game, you know, especially speaking yeah. with Xbox's ecosystem. Yeah. All right. There's your games. Look forward to the Book of Unwritten Rules, too. They care so much about it, they fucking miss, they don't write the right name down in, in their blog post. Fucking phoned it in. They're like, we're just going to phone this one home. Oh, man. See, listeners, we do read the articles. <laughs> We're not just there to look at the pictures. Uh, okay, this one's kind of hard to unpack. Uh, you, this comes from Forbes. Thank you, Joe Parlock. Uh, what class do you think he plays as in RPGs? Uh, Ubisoft confirms the PlayStation 5 will not have full backwards compatibility. Actually, right, before so, you continue, look under his name right. and he tells you what he writes about. Oh, are you kidding me? Nope. I write about Ubisoft and virtual reality. Okay. Very specifically. I was just, I was just thinking if he was going to be a uh, maybe Por- Parlock the Warlock if he played a, a tabletop game. I'm more interested in Joe Parlock, the Ubisoft correspondent, <laughs> and what his VR insights are. I mean, they have to give this man a dedicated just thing for Ubisoft because they make so many mistakes and so many announcements. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ubisoft is always in the news. Joe, <laughs> Joe, Joe, we know you got a great article about Nintendo Switch. We're not going to publish it. Get the fuck back over there and give us stuff about Ubisoft and virtual reality. You have two things. You have two lanes you have to stay in, Joe. Yep. Give us those two. That's all we need. But but the Immortals, no, Joe. Get nope. back in there and write us about Ubisoft forwards coming out next month where they're now going to announce another Tom Clancy and Prince of Persia. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a rumor mill. 
Oh God, we gave uh, Joe Parlock a back catalog. He'll never hear this podcast. Yeah, this, this is uh, his backstory. We're ready to. I'm ready to watch the movie. I'm down. It might be the fiddling gangster. We never know. All right, so uh, in an Australian fact post regarding cross-generational game upgrades, Ubisoft has stated that while supported PS4 titles will be compatible with the PS5, PS1, PS2, and PS3 will not be supported in any capacity. So we've seen patents, and they haven't really officially said anything regarding, backward, regarding backwards compatibility. But in this vague guide on Australian Ubisoft, they're stating that they don't that uh, it's not going to be backwards compatible. And so, sorry, you said the article was pulled, right? Yeah, they put it on their FAQs, and then all of a sudden it was taken down. I think somebody on Twitter said they took it down pretty quickly. Because I think it was miscommunicated. I don't think they were trying to make an announcement for Sony. I just think they were making an announcement for Ubisoft. Like, hey, our PS1 and PS2 and PS3 games are not going to be compatible on this console. So Right, and that may be a matter of, you know, maybe like the Xbox One backwards compatibility where they had to submit their game and do that kind of thing. They may not want to go through that with their catalog. And to be fair, as far as Ubisoft goes, they have upconverted a bunch of those games. Like, you can get Rayman on current platforms. Yeah. You can get Sands of Time on current platforms. You still have access to these titles. Hell, they put that uh, PS1 Rainbow Six game on that PlayStation Classic. So, uh, they, they're they a little bit different from other publishers, publishers, I'd say, as far as keeping their catalogs going. That Rayman 2 is on everything. It's like DS, yeah. 3DS, 64, Dreamcast. It's on iOS, PS2, okay. iOS, yeah. Android, you can yeah, you can get those just about anywhere. Yeah, and you know they're gonna want to sell you another copy of uh, Rayman Legends and Child of Light and mm-hmm. that other Ubi Art game, and uh, the next South Park will come with Butthole and Stick <laughs> of Truth and something else. So they'll, they'll be happy to repackage those games for you. Yeah, plus um, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you, I think they're just clarifying, especially when you have Sony going the route where you have a digital console and a. Uh, and a CD-based one, so I mean, even if you did make that stuff backwards compatible, you had that whole component where you're going to have to make that stuff digitally backwards compatible, and as that yep. whole relicensing and all that stuff on there, that's even if they were going down that route, that might be why they're not even thinking about it, because it's a nightmare right. right there. They just, I guess they would just rather leave it up to the publishers, like you said, to be re-release that stuff if they can. Yeah. So. I, I know we talked about it at least uh, a few episodes back, how, you know, this rumor was going around that, that patent and I think um, it is it's it's more feasible for them to do streaming of PS1, PS2, and PS3. Um, I know some of those games, at least you know PS3, we've we've all looked at it. it those games can get a little laggy with the uh, uh, the stream quality as you, as you're playing them. But right. I think as far as PS1, PS2, those probably uh, be pretty steady frame rate, pretty smooth playing games, uh, and especially with that all digital console, like we just said, it, it's it's going to be easier just to just to stream it rather than worry about trying to cram all that hardware into the into the system. Right. Microsoft has this figured out, man. They they've done a bang up job with it, and I, I hope. They've been sticking to all the games that worked are also going to work on the Series X. And I, I'm, I'm worried that it's going to be a case of, oh, it's not any new games. It's just the same stuff you had access to before, which is not like a huge get for me because I have a One X. I have, you know, I can play those games. So who would play those games? Who would play those old games? <laughs> yeah, like I said, the only thing I'm interested in is uh, the quality of life upgrades because they said you'll be able to do them HDR and 
do those in uh, 4K, sometimes 8K, 120 frames per second on those old games. So they're leaning uh, into their legacy stuff. You got to give yeah. it to them as far as that goes. And, and I, I don't, I don't take this as a non-confirmation for Sony. This is just some weird one-off thing that the internet has latched onto and written stories on. Well, because there was that rumors going around, but I really don't think Sony's worried about doing backwards compatibility unless they have to, unless they're they're losing somewhere, and that, I think that's they're going to be their trump card to gotcha. open up their catalog. I mean, it's kind of like how Nintendo did it with the Virtual Console and the, on the 3DS. It was never planned; they just had it and ended up doing it because of uh, lack of sales. So, yeah, I I think that's what it is. Why spend money there if you don't need to? So, I get it. But uh, yeah, and then, plus they have already experimented with doing PS2 and PS4 where they do the quality life upgrades and you know putting it through 1080p, adding trophy support and those other uh, features. And those were too uh, expensive, and I guess the sales weren't there. So you know, because not a lot of third-party publishers took part of it, and they were interested in the beginning. But I think because you know they had a studio out in Europe that handled all the conversion process, and I think it was just too costly. A lot of studios didn't see a return of profits to do that, and I think that was the only way you could do it. I think that's how Sony dictated it. So. Some of those games were on sale this week. I was noting that uh, that best of PSN sale or whatever it is, mm-hmm. they've got a bunch of those on sale. So that'll be a good uh, good way to pick some of those up. It was one of the trilogies, if I remember right. <laughs> I can't I can't remember if it was Grand Theft Auto or. Yeah, I think that was on there. I think it was GTA. Yeah. And then the Jack Collection. So. Jack Collection is like always on sale. That I think the Arkham series is on there. Yep. Super cheap. Um, Last of Us, uh, I think both Last of Us are on there. There's there's a bunch of stuff they've got. got I gotta give sale. I gotta give it to Sony. They're probably the closest they've gotten to the Steam sales out of all the three publishers with their big games. They're weekly. There's always some underflowing weekly thing. And, and there's enough for me to sit there and look at like, do I want to buy a digital copy for five dollars? And sometimes I just do it because it's only five <laughs> bucks. No CD copy, you know. I don't have to worry about taking the disc out every time. Yeah. So for five dollars, I'll do it. I won't do it for twenty or thirty, but for five bucks, hell yeah. 10, I'd be like, it depends on how good the game is. So, I'm still waiting for, to my knowledge, they never ported that Ratchet and Clank collection to anything. And I've got a sealed copy on PS3, which it's not worth opening that at this point. That it's or always Sly Cooper that's stuck on PS3 also. So, yep. and Vita. But I, yeah. for somehow, I have a digital copy of that, and I have a digital copy of Jack, but I don't have Ratchet and Clank. And I'm like, mm, I'm not going to open those discs. But it never goes on sale. That Jack collection is always 10 bucks, and, and Sly is always 15, but Ratchet, for some reason, is 20. I'm like, I'm like, why is this our tier for Sony PS2 platformer collections on PS3? It's like, that's what they decided. That's the law. If y'all ever see that ratchet on sale, I want to get it. It was $7.99 like six years ago I saw. It's like, damn it, how come I couldn't catch it then? Yeah, I guess you weren't thinking about digital stuff at that point. Nope. It's, not, it's not convenient like it is now. You have to sit there and pull the disc out of the case. That and I've got a PS3 with a 500 gig hard drive and I got a bunch of stuff on it for my kids and they lose interest in a game in like five minutes and I just change it to something else and hand it to them. So that is a I've I've realized the value of that and not having to do all the disc swap and stuff. So it does work for some. Save on that Blu-ray laser. Yep. Use it just for resistance. (laughs) Let it burn up on resistance. uh, Yeah, for uh, disc only titles. Resistance fall of Blu-ray. Uh, all right, so I found a good Gamescom article. Cesar, I know you just put a Google search in there, <laughs> which you've uh, posted some random Google searches, which I'll not mention on the podcast, <laughs> that led to some scandalous links in the past. So thank you for oh. not taking 
That sucks. <laughs> I, well, I actually pulled it from a website that was from a Google search, but I guess I didn't actually save it. It just saves your search results. I've got the but Verge it, article. It originally, that was the original I just clicked I the Verge. The Verge. Yeah, okay, it was the Verge, yeah, Verge yeah, article. Good. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Cesar just uh, Googled it, and he wants us to pick. <laughs> but, uh, Brand, as you can imagine, sometimes you hit that link, and it is not what you're expecting on the other end of the uh, rainbow. <laughs> it, can be, it can be graphic of sorts. You just look at it and go, oh, Cesar. i got to close this one. Not again. Or it boots into your favorites. <laughs> oh, tentacles. Not again. Ah, <laughs> uh, The Verge. Uh, so there was a Gamescom. Was this a Keeley joint, or was this uh, like a joint venture between? No, remember Keeley, he hosted Gamescom last year as a continuation of this. I think he just did it remotely from the U.S. Yeah. instead of actually going to Germany this year. Gamescom opening night live. Uh, Two-hour-long event. We got an update on Fall Guys, including a Season 2. We got some more details on Star Wars Squadrons, Call of Duty, Black Ops Cold War. Uh, Dragon Age showed off some like teaser art shit. It was like really nothing. Uh, Star Wars is coming to The Sims. 12 the con- minutes. Looked good. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, you had it right. I think they threw in there that Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War in there, but I don't think that was part of the show. I don't know why they threw that in there. It was like a pre-show or something or a commercial yeah. or... The, the con- uh, it, the controversial thing where everybody's bitching about Ronald Reagan being in that game. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> it's the 1980s. I don't know why he wouldn't be in there. I know he's not popular, but. Uh, cancel culture has to get Ronald Reagan out of the Call of Duty Black Ops game. I, I guess. I was like, I, I, don't, I, I don't know, man. There's certain things I can agree with, and there's certain things I'm just like, I don't know who's the, who's the equivalent of Ronald Reagan that'd be acceptable <laughs> yeah. for you to be in that game. I, I, don't, I don't know. Nancy Reagan. <laughs> We're going to find out that her original goal of the program was just say no to Black Ops Cold War. But uh, <laughs> under scrutiny from the rest of the White House, she had to change it to just say no to drugs. Yeah, they, yeah, that's what the whole game is. They try to stop dare from happening. <laughs> no more dare. Yeah. McGruff the crime dog. That no more the fucking uh, the president seal in front of uh, video games. Or was that George Bush? I can't remember. Don't do drugs. I know what you're talking about. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. It's uh, the FBI warning at the beginning of uh, arcade yep. games. This game cannot uh, be copied or reproduced. Play this game, don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that was the second thing you got. Yeah. Don't copy this game and don't do drugs. <laughs> How did they get that in? I guess it's like a government regu- regulation. They can just make it happen. It was the beauty of the early 90s, late 80s, where yeah. they felt like, you know, kids are all up in their video games. Let's just put uh, hidden messages in there. Put in there. We get to them. Put in their cartoons. Yeah. Now they got the National Guard and like the U.S. Army's uh, Twitch stream and trying to recruit kids off of uh, Twitch streams. That is oddly weird. That that stuff I can get with. I'm like, I'm like, why is this happening? I was like, well, that is weird. You were okay with your splash screen telling you not to do drugs, but uh, you don't want to sign up in the midst of a Call of Duty uh, loot drop or whatever they call them. Uh, I don't know, man. That's that's weird. <laughs> You don't have other companies. Dude, out that's there where we are now. This is, yeah. this is it. This is it now. Nobody's posting me on Twitter outside of, uh, I mean, Twitch outside of uh, uh, National Guard or something like that. Yeah. Uh, 12 Minutes, I think, was the exciting, intriguing game that I saw. Uh, the indie game 12 Minutes has looked intriguing for some time. I did not take that from the article, I promise. And the latest trailer makes it even more exciting with a cast that includes Willem Dafoe, Daisy Ridley, and James McAvoy. It's listed as coming soon to both Xbox and PC. And all one point, they all have worked for Marvel or Disney. Yeah. That's a good thing to note. Yep. 
I'm a fan of anything Willem Dafoe does. Has anyone seen The Lighthouse? Yes. <laughs> I've seen it with Batman and the Green Goblin. Yes, I've seen that movie. <laughs> Batman and the Green Goblin. Uh, Brant, it's on Amazon Prime Video. You should take time to watch it. Um, it is not for children. So you and the missus watch it, and we'll just leave it at that. It's, like a go new, into, it's almost like a New Age Don Quixote, almost. Go into it blind, don't think about anything <laughs> else, and just just commit to watching The Lighthouse and just watch it. <laughs> All right. Cinema. Uh, we also got a look at Ratchet and Clank on PS5. It continues to be gorgeous. The discourse on Twitter after that that I kept seeing was, okay, I'm just buying a PS5 for Ratchet and Clank. That's that's all that's all I'm going to use it for. I think it looks the, amazing. I think that most people who are bitching on Twitter about their prediction on these games are going to be like 10 to 15 hours long. And they're like, why am I paying this much for this game? And Please I, God let a game be 10 to 15 hours. I might be I able to beat it. I think, uh, what was it, da- Daniel Meg came out there and said like that's normal for games. This When there's a new generation that well, they're about 10 to 15 off. hours long. Yeah, he's yeah. like, this is not out of the normal. I guess we'll I don't know. The, I don't know what happened this last seven years when we go when we were changing the consoles. Now everybody should expect the old controllers to work, and and you never got a console with a new controller that doesn't work in the yeah. old one. And like people are getting spoiled now. We're finally finally the gamers are getting spoiled. It never used to be like that. Last time I checked, Richard, I mean when we bought new consoles, we got new controllers that didn't work on the old ones, you know, and vice versa. So yeah, I'm, not, I'm don't get me wrong. I appreciate what Microsoft's trying to do. I'm just saying this is not out of the ordinary when people are bitching about. I'm like this. We've been through this before. I get it sucks, but. Right, but to your yeah. point, only one only one of these players is positioning themselves as player games anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Only one of these people is like, you know, play these, get, plug this controller that you've already had into this thing that you bought ten years ago, and fire this up, and it'll probably run. You'll be okay. Nobody else is pitching that sort of platform, so it's kind of like it's, it's kind of like comparing something totally different. We're right now we're at this, you know, we're ambling towards this next generation, and there's slight deviations. I think it's just gonna go. I think it's going to go way off separate. Oh, yeah, we all know that. I'm just saying, I'm just, I don't, I'm, there's nothing wrong with it. I just think it's odd that people are bitching about it now. I'm like, dude, we've always been like this. So I don't, I don't know why people are acting surprised. Yeah, we've had all those uh, tech demos and stuff saying, hey, you got to feel, you have to feel the car, you have to feel that going that direction. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's built into that experience. They've already explained that. I, I don't get it either. So, I don't I, know that I've seen that argument that much. I'm not paying that much attention to that argument. I just, is, it, is it bothering I just, you? No. I just I read on Twitter and I laugh sometimes. Stuff that makes me laugh. I just don't understand it. You just got to laugh. No. Nothing ever bothers me. If I send the responding stuff, then you know it bothers me. It doesn't really. If I don't respond to things, I, they don't bother me. I just sit there and look at it. Like, That's funny to me. I don't, hey. I don't see it. I don't know what, where this thinking's coming from. And, it, you know, I'm a little bit amused. And I'm like, huh, where's this coming from? Why are people acting like this? But, you know who did it to everyone? Nintendo. Because Nintendo keeps coming out with Smash Brothers, and they keep finding fucking ways for you to use your damn GameCube controller from 2001 on their new Smash Brothers game. And that's how it happens. Hey, man, I got a USB-based uh, GameCube controller. I'm okay with that. Yep, that'll work, too. At some point, we'll have uh, Mario Sunshine, so I didn't put that rumor on there. Oh, well. <laughs> I forgot Elaborate. about that. There's an actual Mario Sunshine rumor? Oh, with the, the Mario 3D collection where they, um, I think they're supposed to do an announcement this month for later this year and i think 3d worlds gets pushed back to next year as its own standalone thing yeah because it was supposed to originally be in september i get that but we all know that my, uh, nintendo would never shadow drop that type of stuff especially when the 70 percent of their sales are physical and 30 percent are digital they would never shadow drop a digital only mario game right 
So I think they said that the, there's supposed to be some type of somebody who's been very accurate supposed to say there's supposed to be some type of direct this month that announces the Mario collection, which was supposed to come out this month. It's looking like coming out like December, they're thinking, and it's going to end up pushing 3D World because 3D World was originally supposed to come out in December, right before Christmas gotcha. next year. So, so I they think said I saw it, somewhere September 9th, but I'm trying not to look at that because just like Brent said, I mean, we we spoke the last two episodes about Nintendo Directs, and already it's like, when's the next one? When's the next one? When's the next one? Like, I just I people, think they are people just cons- are they just consumed with the like the potential of announcements, and that's all it is? Like, they're not even playing the games. I think they just want stuff to do, but I, I think uh, I, I, that guy didn't even give a date. He just says it's supposed to be sometime this month. That's okay. the the rumor. He didn't go like it's going to be on this day, like everybody said. He just said supposedly and it's not a confirmation he's like yeah september he thinks they'll announce in september for the end of the year he said it was originally supposed to come out in september but you know after everything that happened so he said i'm uh, he think he was saying he's got a good track record so he said majority of the the big heavy hits that were supposed to come out this this fall was supposed to um, it's gonna end up coming out next year that's why the whole report about that new hardware and then the next year's will be a better year for nintendo so that's why we only got what pikmin 3 announced for october so right and then you know people bitched about that. So, so was, I mean, look around. Look what ha- <laughs> look what has happened this year. Like the past seven, eight months. How could anybody get any large scale anything done? It's just going to put the brakes on everything. And it's been extremely hard on Japan. Yeah, just they're they're the way that they do things. I mean, they're they're so much into a style where. They leave their house and go to work, and work is completely separate from their home life. They don't take work home. They don't take personal to work, and a lot of times they overwork themselves. Right. Uh, And then with everybody having—I think Cesar brought this up before—that it was—it's a—it was was just became a lot harder for every industry in Japan because people were having to start work from home, and there were people that didn't even have internet access in their house yeah they didn't have the basic infrastructure to keep working on a game yeah yeah and people don't think about that they're just like where's my mario where's my this you know it's just... it's a state of gaming i mean the more people you add into gaming this is with a you get more diversity and people thinking like this and just hopefully it doesn't go down this route uh-huh. like i said it don't it don't bother me at all i just I, I sit there and i look at it and i laugh and i'm like it's it's weird then i guess I, I laugh because i know i've lived in the in the 80s and i've gotten games in the 80s and I've seen it go everywhere, so it doesn't really particularly bother me at all. So it's basically the uh, you know the thing that pops up on Twitter every six weeks or so, where it's like the news report of the angry parents that the new Super Nintendo does not play the Nintendo games mm-hmm. that they already have. <laughs> that was like a big ABC News uh, report. Yeah, it was like they did a whole thing on there, and parents were pissed waiting in line for Super Nintendo. Like, why? <laughs> why gotta buy this new console? And then in there in the back, I see in the background like the NES has dropped to a hundred bucks at that point, and they're yeah. just stacked up, and I'm like. Please, God, right now, let me go to that store. I will buy a brand new Nintendo for $100. I will get several. I will get one for everyone I know right now. Tell me where that store is at. I'm glad we uh, can use time travel for our advantages and not for disadvantages like that. Just that's walk. what I would do. That's the problem. That's what I would do. Too. Just go buy yeah. a box NES. Nope. I would rock into uh, Funko Land in the 98, 99 and pre order every second Saturn game. It's like, give me two of every one. Let's Yo, go. Two of every single <laughs> one. I uh, would sit there and be like, yeah, give me that. Uh, I'll get. Yeah, I got five copies of Burning Rangers. They were selling yeah. like three bucks. Definitely get that. I'll pick Panzer up. Dragoon Saga and 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 Burning Ranger. Just stockpile them. My, keep um, them. Finally, hey. my Odyssey instead of that bullshit Odyssey game that keeps sound. 
that oh god the, PS, the ps4 one hey by the way uh there's gonna be another sega console and it's gonna fail here's 200 dollars to get that on day one and uh virtua tennis gonna get one of those too yep call me up in a couple months you'll see then uh every uh 2d fighter that's super expensive on dreamcast they're unreal they were unreal uh back to the news we got a medal of honor vr look um this looked kind of weird to me i don't know what you guys thought i'm usually down with world war ii shooters but the vr like the, the way the hands were just like yeah. hanging out in front with the gun it had a it had a off-putting look to me i know you don't see that when you're in the game most likely uh i'm okay with it until this is the oculus one i'm not doing this <laughs> yep it is the oculus one that yeah. you have to sign up with your facebook account that i don't have all right <laughs> I'm locked out of that ecosystem. There's nothing I can do, and I would. Uh, I'm gonna represent that to the day I die. <laughs> the new Medal of Honor is called Above and Beyond. I didn't know I had a subtitle. Uh, there's gonna. There's an expansion for Doom Eternal called The Ancient Gods. Part Uno. Never played uh, Doom Eternal. I'm waiting for it to drop in my wheelhouse. Not on Switch. I'm probably gonna play that one in 60 frames per second somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it seems like we'll get the PS5 and Series X upgrades before we get the fucking Switch version. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but that's what it seems like because that thing has been silent. Yeah. Non-existent. Uh, Bridge Constructor: The Walking Dead. Where did this come from? Uh, it's like their crossover, like their portal thing. So. Yeah, but I didn't think the Walking Dead license was still really uh, raking them in the, these yeah. days. Uh yeah, still the comics is finished and comics is finished abruptly. It was weird. It's like they didn't even announce it was finished. It's just like they came out with the issues. Like yep, this is the final one. We finished the uh, storyline and that's did what it wrap it up. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he went back into that universe or not, but uh, no, nope. he just he just came back with the ending. It's like yep, this is ending this month out of nowhere. It didn't even lead up to it. Just... And I mean, it still does well at least the video game wise. Uh, like you, like to your your point, the TV shows it seems like it's declining. They keep coming out with spinoffs, and it seems like spinoffs are not doing as well as the original. The original was uh, dropping, so AMC's yep. run out of ideas. AMC, the television network, not the movie studio, who's also running out of ideas because they're selling <laughs> their uh, small studios out in Europe to make money. So, uh, World of Warcraft's next expansion, lost of... I can't. Shadowlands, October twenty seventh. I did I gave it for it up. There you go. Yep. Out in October. Long-running MMO World of Warcraft is expanding once again this year. That's weird wording. So the new expansion called Shadowlands. Launching (laughs) on October 27th. It's the eighth major add-on. And Blizzard describes it like this. Forge a pat with game-changing covenant. Conquer and ever shift the trials of Torghast. (laughs) Tower the dam to create your own legend (laughs) here. And seize your destiny in the world between worlds. I don't know what the fuck any of that means or what you do there, but... If it's your thing, enjoy everyone. It's the I, world between worlds, sir. I I occasionally jump on Final Fantasy fourteen. I think I got like two hundred hours in that game. That's about as far as I go with any MMO. So, and it's just me getting my ass kicked because somebody else from a high level party always jumps in my thing. I'm like, no, bitch, go away, and I'm dying because <laughs> he's bringing every enemy with him. I'm like, oh god. So, World of Warcraft Shadowlands. How's that the eighth expansion? I thought they were on like 15 or 16 at this point minimum. Don't they do one a year? That came out when I was in retail. They used to do one a year, and I think they stopped doing one a year at some point. Cause it was, okay. Because they, they were losing subscribers. They were doing one a year because it was building subscription, and after that they kind of peaked. 
And after uh, that, they just, they just kind of do like a growth and they just did updates in the previous expansions instead of forcing people to log down and paying an uh, additional 60 for a new title or 40 for a new title. And then what, the 150 for the collector's editions always win like super rare and expensive. Uh, I've got one of Russell sitting around here, the Burning Crusade. I think it was actually the first expansion. One of them. Sounds like an STD. All right. They all sound, all, every single expansion sounds like an STD. Shadowlands. That's, burning, I said the burning one. Burning Legion. It's always burning just Legion. Burning. <laughs> Mist of Pandora. <laughs> I know way more of these than I thought I would. I I'm lost. Uh, I'm pretty happy. Edition. Classic. Yeah, <laughs> got it. I, World I of Warcraft don't, classic. Uh, Warcraft one on Sega Saturn. There we go. <laughs> I did it, everyone. That one was good. Russell has that disc only with some codes. All right, World of Warcraft. Let's play a game. I'll read you the... <laughs> oh, Lord. I'll read you the expansion, and we decide if it's a, an STD or not. <laughs> Here we go. You ready? Sure. The Burning Crusade. Definitely an STD. Yeah. All right. Wrath of the Lick King. Oh, definitely. <laughs> that just sounds like a sexual position. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cataclysm. Uh, I could go either way. Sounds like something in the back of the Kama Sutra. Brant, what's your vote? Uh, uh, have you ever suffered from a case of Cataclysm? Nah, it doesn't, doesn't sound... doesn't have the ring to it. <laughs> Alright, you went giant again. Brant, it's something with yours. Your NDI source is messing with us. He's uh, taking over. Sorry to interrupt this grade A content. Next up. Mist of Pandaria. Mm, sounds like a premature thing. <laughs> or probably, a, need get, probably need to get that checked out. Or a substance for enhancement purposes. Maybe yeah, that works. That Mist yeah. of Pandaria. That or weird discharging thing. They gotta get that checked out too. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, warlords of discharge. Warlords of Drainer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, all these sound sexual in nature or something. Yeah. So I I don't know where they would fit in that category, but it, you know some like some of that does sound borderline. Uh, like somebody's in the room, like we got to come up with some sexual window windows with these game names or something like that. And they just went with it. All right, we have Legion. We have Battle for Azeroth. <laughs> we have Shadow. To. We have Shadowlands. So I think they got away from it at some point. Yeah. No, no, man. Shadowlands is the first one they got away from. The last one you can change that uh that uh Azeroth with some other word that you battle with. <laughs> Let's not forget Warcraft three was subtitled The Frozen Throne. Hi yo. I'm amazed. I thought it was one a year. It's uh this is mind blowing. No, at some point they realized that they they couldn't milk it anymore like that and they were losing uh subscribers, so they had a. Uh, they just did quality of life patch upgrades after that and in right. between expansions. So I think they were actually losing people to Final Fantasy XIV. I remember, I think we were, we went over that article where they were, uh, I think the guy who ran World of Warcraft ended up joining the fourteen team in the United States and he was the one that was telling a lot of those people over. Fourteen is the number one MMO right now, right? Yeah. I remember reading that article. I forgot, I forgot what that gentleman's name was, but I remember he said he originally interviewed with... Uh, Score Enix and he passed, and I think he ended up uh, going like the second time or something like that. Okay, here we go. 07 to 08, mm-hmm. 2010, 
It's every two years, then. Yeah. yeah the so game this, biannual. This is the the second. Yeah, this is a the second year. Yeah, so we will get a new one this year. All right. Well, that yeah. ended up being fun. Yeah, because I think I remember seeing the criticism with the game where they were talking about they're doing these uh, expansions and they never upgraded the graphics. And I think remember they had to go back one year and upgrade the graphics. Right, but when you're on a platform like PC, you have you know you have to keep it. You have to keep the bar low, so that you yeah. can keep those players in. It's a perfect balance, man. You got to keep it high. You got people paying all that money for those uh, Nvidia cards I didn't throw on here, right? Like six ninety nine that want to use it to the fullest, and it's not going to cut it with the uh, Nota looking Warcraft, you know? Right. So that, those. But, but those bare minimum specs still have to to run to a certain percent. But that's the beauty of PC. You have to have bare minimum, and you got to have high end. Right. It's, right. Uh, you got to have a, a balance. That's console now too. We're in that same game. Same space. All right, Cesar, let's wrap up news. Tell us about that. Resident Evil dev saying PlayStation 5 3D audio feels more specifically for horror games. Yeah, I saw this article and I found it interesting because you know how we feel about 3D audio. And I, this yes. one I actually got, I just found it somewhere. I remember reading on Twitter, but I found it on PlayStation Trophies. I don't think we ever referenced this website before. Okay. But I think uh, they referenced the PlayStation blog, which was a very deep article talking about the specifically for this fast solid state drive. And this is from... Uh, Matt Lorgan from the PlayStation Trophies website, where they, uh, I think the biggest thing was uh, the producer, executive producer for Resident Evil The Village, where he feels that um, audio, it's what he says on here, audio is key feature to really push the next generation experience with PS5, explaining uh, Takuichi. It's almost as if 3D audio tech was made specifically with horror games in mind. It, is used to be, it used to be that in order to get that spatial audio, players would have to invest a lot of their own time and money now just putting on a headset and they get a full 3d audio experience it's awesome so you don't have this crazy floor space and cables and woofers and all kinds of stuff i love it that's that's my dream dude that's to me that's next gen yeah to be able to i think they were somebody was making a comments uh i, I may have been push square where they were talking about you can even tell the differences in sound quality on the ration clink demo you may not get the full experience but they said if you put headphones on there you can hear like uh, footsteps and doors opening at different places where it kind of turns your attention to those areas and during the game and awesome. changes the way you play. So Awesome. Yeah, it seems like those uh, 3D audios would be a uh, must for launch, those Pulse 3Ds. Sound good, right? Sound yeah. good. <laughs> and at the, and, yeah, and they just wanted, to, yeah, they just they just wanted to uh, detail with from the other studios are, who are contributing to the PlayStation Five games throughout the year and about their experience with the Solid State and everything. So, like the uh, the developer drum reel type thing. Basically, it's most of the ones that are partnered with Sony at some point this year. Mm-hmm. I think it's the ones they mostly hit on there. So, but I think that's it for news. We're making it a show, man. I'm pretty yeah. pleased. How many minutes we're in? Forty. Forty six. Yeah, look at that. Mm-hmm. We had some good. Uh, only off by six minutes. <laughs> we had some good Warcraft uh, content. I didn't know that was going to come out of nowhere. Who would have thunk that? We're the Southeast Premier Wow podcast. Yeah, talking about that Burning Crusade. Oh no, <laughs> Burning Crusade and the Lick King. Come on, that one's just oh. there. That battle for Az, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, games played. Uh. I've not played anything outside of Halo. Well done. And I'm trying. I'm trying to think if there was any. I-, I listened to. I listened to last week's show. I played it back, and it was just cracking me up. And I was telling Dale, friend of the show, Dale and Jeremy and uh, Russell, about describing the game modes we were playing and like listening to myself crack up on the 
just that's what we're here for where we laugh about games and have a good time and we played some more of those modes we're at this point master chief collection lets you know lets you pick between one through four and reach and uh we've kind of settled on halo one and you can set the queue up however you want and we've settled on halo one and we just let it play action sack which is all these random modes and we always get the two that i talked about last week it's uh hellbringers and muskets with the shotguns and it just that's our playlist man and we've put we put so many hours into it and it just uh it never fails it's always funny we always have a good time so that was that was that was friday and saturday night was halo that is my games played for the week other than that i've been working my ass off so you did it yeah you go ahead and hit that stop record we're done halo and working <laughs> yep uh me i guess we'll keep I'll us go. going we'll keep us going me. so y'all can catch us up uh outside of my uh 70 episode binge of anime this week something took hold of me um majority <laughs> of that was, was me riding on the bike I, I think i rode on that bike for two hours just watching like episodes back to back i lost track of time. nice nice but um and i was like shit it was two hours in because i was like next episode next episode all right but outside of that um i think i got 20 hours in the sword art online alicization i finally uh got through chapter one is fucking 20 hours it's a six chapter game I was, I was going through chapter one, like, how long does this shit last? It ends up telling the first whole arc with Alice's Asian, and it just, uh, it ends, I'm in chapter two, and it's like, it goes into its own story, which is outside the anime, and the, and the also uh, the light novels, it's like its own thing now, where people who die didn't die, and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess this is different. Right. And I guess they're still on your team, and something else is happening, so I haven't gotten that far and figure out what I, now, it took me 20 hours to get to something different, so I still got four more chapters, I'm not sure, uh. <laughs> If I have it in me. <laughs> Did you know it was that long of a game? I Well, that first chapter was... I just didn't know. It told the story. It told the story of the first season of Alicization. And it, it did it outside of some bullshit uh, where it kind of dragged with the mechanics where it's like, this is how you attack. This is how you block. And it's like, there's some missions in there that was not part of the story, which kind of dragged it on. But, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, I, I like that story arc. So, it just... Uh, it did lull some at some points where it does like the... The tutorial areas um and i'm now a little bit more interested now since i get the story's completely different it's not anything like the light novels or it's not like the anime so i'm i'm seeing something different and a different interpretation of uh that kind of story so i'm kind of interested in that aspect so i don't know we'll see once it opens because now it's on chapter two is when the game fully opens so now i'll get multiplayer and i can kind of do what i want before in chapter one it's kind of like you have to go here you got to go here you can't explore you got to go here you got to kind of like it follows you the story it's like a Chapter one's like a long ass tutorial. Like, here's a story you've already seen. It's a 20 hour tutorial. And then it finally opens up the game. You just have to have the patience to sit there and stick with it. I think Jeez. that's the whole reason why I never, I always like something would always come out. And I'm like, I always threw something in there and stopped playing it. I was yeah. like, because I'm in between games right now. So I'm like, ah, I, I've been keeping with it. So I don't know. I'll give it a couple more hours to see if I'm going to stick with it. I may retire because, I mean, uh, my uh, Death End Request 2 came in. I, I kind of want to play that. Enjoy the first one a lot. So, um, and then Tony Hawk's coming out soon at some point. I got my email from Amazon like, hey, we're going to ship it to you at some point. We just don't know when. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, I'm not even going to argue about it. Just get it to me when you can. I thought that was so. this week. Is it next week? It's, it's, Friday. it's, it's Friday. Yeah. Friday. Okay. It's, I got the same me, email, though. They sent me an email. Yeah, they sent me an email like two days ago like, hey, just let you know this may be late. And I'm like, it's still sitting there. You're going to ship Friday. I, I, it's probably going to ship Friday night. It won't actually ship to Friday night. I've seen that happen before. And they'll probably get there like Saturday or Sunday or some shit like that. Um. Yeah. Outside of that, I actually uh, played maybe in an hour or two of Tell Me Why, which is a uh, Don uh, Don Don Nod's new joint and is very uh, yeah. lack 
Life is Strange. It's it's that. It does it. It does it well. I haven't gotten that far with it, but um, it follows that whole formula where you uh, you do the it's an action adventure title and you do the exploration where you kind of search the room and the story. I don't want to go too much into detail about the story it's telling because um, it's not what I thought it was going to be. So that's the whole draw behind it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll keep it. I don't want to go too much detail about it, but I mean, if you play Life is Strange, it's, it's very much so that that type of engine. So uh, you won't get any surprises gameplay wise. I think they do expand on the puzzles a little bit more. They're, they're a little bit more complex and puzzle and the puzzle uh, solving in there. It's a little bit different, like especially that fucking door puzzle was a nightmare to solve. But um, what are you playing it on? Uh, I think it's only on Xbox. I don't think it's on PC. I could be wrong. Okay, I, I see it on PC also. I was just wondering oh. how it ran on PC if you were playing on it, PC. Uh, I didn't even think to check on it. I might have played more of it because I got the PC here sometimes and I can get 15 minutes in there. No, I've actually nothing mm-hmm. downloaded on Xbox and played it. So. Okay. But it's good for? so far. It's checking out. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the next two chapters, the final two chapters, are coming out at some, at some point this month. So I've never played weeks. one of their games. I've never played. Uh, what was the other? What's their other big one? Uh, Life is Strange. Life and, is Strange. And, um, they, well, they did Remember Me, which was not a uh, an adventure type game. It's like a it's like a platformer, right? Yeah, three three D platformer. Yeah. Um, they got another one called uh, was it the Twin Twin Mirrors or something like that? They announced with Namco for like two years ago that they kind of like fell off the radar and it just came back out again where they showed the trailer like, hey, we're not going to do episodic. We're going to release it as a full game now because right. it had totally disappeared. Uh, so I think that's still coming from them, which is similar to like Life is Strange. That seems to be their niche, and that's what they've been working with. So, um, but yeah, outside of that, I think that's all I've really been playing outside. And you know, I played a little bit of Darius here and there on PS4. I beat the first Darius. Oh. Uh, I played it's the continues. one in the... unlimited continues. No, I know. I'm actually pretty good at the shooters, man. Okay. Uh, the only one I'm fucking getting my ass handed to me is the Master System one. So. You have the original Darius in there, which is a... Uh, there's two of them. So you have the original Darius, which is the international one for the Mega Drive, which was a Japanese one. I think that's the one that came with all the continues and cheat codes. I played the American version, which is... Uh, was it Seagal? Well, they changed the name completely. It's not called Darius. It's like S-E-J-L-G-A-L-I or something like that. Okay. I forgot what it's called, but that has none of the cheat codes. That's the, the bullshit one. That's the one I played through. Um... Uh, then they had come out with the Master System port, which is on there. And the Master System port was the one they had made for uh, Europe since uh, 8-bit gaming was still big over there in the 90, 91 and 92. Yeah. Uh, that one actually is not that bad, believe it or not, because I think when you go through the one on the Mega Drive or the Sega Genesis one, it's, uh, it goes through A through Z, and it's kind of like you pick your own pattern, uh, Star Fox-wise, where like, you can go this branch, this branch, this branch, and you, oh, get, a different, cool. you get a different boss and, and at a different part of the world. So you're going through the universe, you start on the sun, and you work your way all the way up to, I think, it's uh, Jupiter. And so, like, there's different paths on for Earth. I think it's four different paths, so you get different battles on Earth, depending on which path you take. Uh, so it's like A through Z, and I think they have, like, a console-exclusive one called X, which was made only for the consoles that was not in the arcades. Um, the Master System one's a little bit different because it's, like, it's 8-bit, and it's not, you know, you know, it doesn't have that memory in there. So I think it's only A through K, I believe. It's only, you only get a fraction of what you have, but it's, it's, it does the job, man. It's, it's really impressive uh, what they did with the game. Dude, Master System was a beast, man. Yeah. The, the only thing is that between, between me and you, I think the game is easier in Master System because it can't uh, compute all that action at once. So when you're fighting a boss, it's to your advantage because the boss kind of freezes the load. Uh, so I'm just laying into the boss because he's trying to like move to the next platform. Yeah. And it's easier to kill the boss. Now, going through the levels is still a bitch. 
Yeah, I mean, they'll eat you up, but the boss battles are not that bad because they kind of like they're sluggish. You see the frame rate drops on the boss battles because all that shit's happening on screen at once. Because you'll, you'll notice when the, you do a boss, it'll load up just a blank screen with the boss. Mm-hmm. You won't get that background like you have in the, the the Genesis version where you have like the the earth and all this shit happening in the background. They just give you a black screen when you're fighting the boss. It's very basic, but it works. I'm, it's, it's fucking impressive, man. I, I, I give it props. So I've gone to that one. I've beaten those, and I started doing the... Darius on the, they got the Famcom version, and then they got the Super Nintendo version. And uh, you would like this collection, uh, Richard. This is all done by M2, and they, they actually go into details. They, they said the, the Super Nintendo version is what they considered the definitive version, and they put that in words under the definitive version because it I actually has, a, uh, has a stereo. The I Japanese think I ordered, one is stereo. Oh, stereo so, sound. Yeah. I think said, I ordered a surplus copy at some point. Did I give you one, Brent? Did I give you a Darius Super Nintendo uh-huh. game? No. But that one's uh, that one's pretty good. That one, laying around. I think that one's pretty hard. I think there's a there's a cheat on that one to do 50 continues, but you have to have like a second controller. And I'm like, I'm not going through all that bullshit and <laughs> to do all this stuff. You have to, I think it's like I look, I thought about it. To like the you dance have, pad. You have to, yeah, you have to do like you have to do select start and L1 and R1 and uh, to do like L1 and R1 to do it. And I'm like, I, there's no fucking select and start on this. On this, uh, you know, the PlayStation controllers, like options, and I'm like, I'm not even trying, because I got, it feels like it's gonna be me for 30 minutes trying to get 50 continues. I could have probably beat the game by then. So I was like, eh, I've gone through them probably about halfway through it. I've been using the save states, so I'm going through that collection pretty quickly. It sounds like a great collection, man. Dude, man, I'm like, it's like that whole uh, fucking uh, was it Terracan I sent you? You know who's fucking doing that collection? Uh, and that's a European game from Factor Five. Uh, M2. M2's doing that? And that's a yeah, that's a German game. Like, that's so out of the norm for them. Yeah, they've it's always squadron people. Yeah, they've always done, like, mostly, like, Japanese-type uh, games. and But they've actually, they're actually doing this collection for Turrican. That's why it's so fucking expensive. So I ended up buying the PS4 one. I was like, fuck it. So I need so, Turrican in my life. Yeah, I couldn't afford both of them. I can't, I can't drop 200 bones. <laughs> $200 on Turrican as a... Find an accountant and be questioning me. It's like, well, what's this $200 on Turrican? I'm like, this is not a wise investment. I'm like, but it's... But it's M2. Just take a copy <laughs> of the game with you. Just take a copy of the game with you and hand him the controller. Like, like here. Here's, shit. T- here's $200 yeah. of working. It's worth it. Wasn't there a lost one that we just got ported to something not too long ago? That was the Ultra Core, which I bought as well. Yeah. Ultra Core. That was the one that was done by um, uh, Dice. Right. Dice never finished it. They, That's I think it. they got 95% of the game was done and then it got canceled. That's right. Genesis was going out the, uh, out the door and they were moving to Saturn. So. Dice. Yeah, and I don't think they finished it. I got another studio. It's like that other one I sent you uh, last week. The guy, the guys who's doing the remake for uh, Asha for uh, Monster in Wonderland Four. That that game they found, they're finishing that one. That uh, that Clockwork Alfio or whatever that one I sent you. I texted it to you. That's the one where he said he's like he never thought he'll ever see that game again, and they're finishing it up and releasing it. So I wonder I where they're think- finding this stuff. How do you find this stuff, and then how do you get it ported off of whatever medium it was on? He, to? he was surprised. I think they found it. Because he said that he said it, there was never a home console version of that game. Uh, he said it was a an arcade version that got canceled. So he and you know Westwood voted in Japan. He's like he thought he would never see it again. He made a comment he's like I never thought I would see this game again. He's like he don't even know where they found it. He said these these uh, geniuses somewhere found the code. And I think it was like ninety percent done. I think they're gonna go and finish the game. And that's what. Hell we yeah. So <laughs> I love stuff like that. People find like Dreamcast dev kits with games on them, and they're able to dump them, and people finish. They add levels and online capability and stuff. It's good shit. Well, yeah, I don't want to go into too much detail. Uh, that's pretty much me this week. What about you, Brent? Same old, same old. 
Four still days going gone. Through, Only still days going gone. through uh, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> uh, I still I keep getting into the side quest. Keep getting into just that's, exploring. That's part, that's part of the game, man. I know. I'm lost in it. You don't have that free time like I do to blow through it. Like I, I sat there for like 10 hours one day and I was like, damn, what did I do? <laughs> what had and I I'll, done? <laughs> and I'm, I'm at the point now where um, I'm supposed to go back to my home and reclaim my family's armor uh and i keep like starting to head that way and then something else will catch my eye and i'm like oh there's a shrine here oh somebody calling for help oh you know this over here oh what's this over here bullshit golden just, bird yeah bullshit yeah. Golden bird going i'm like oh let me follow the bird and i'm like hey. yep. and then you're like you end up being like 600 meters away from where you're supposed to be i'm like okay <laughs> but i found i found this fox den i found another fox den i found like some more bamboo then another fucking bird lands right by you when you get to the fox and you're like, oh, I'm just gonna keep going in this bird trail until you find that uh that fort which uh, starts whooping your ass. He's like, you're not yeah. high enough to do this fort, and it's like you're getting arrows and you're dying instantly. I'm holy shit, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there was one area I did that just just for fun to you're see like, how I would do. Bitch. Is instantly. there was <laughs> I I jumped over a wall and I mean there's it was. It was nowhere I could go because it was immediately enemy territory, and there's no way to get back over that wall without going through them. And it, it just kept getting the message: you're entering an area with overwhelming enemy um, presence. Yeah, yeah, enemy presence. And I was just like, well, I'm gonna see how long I could last. I think I, I think I stayed there for like 20 minutes before I was just like, oh my god, I'm, I, I'm just gonna die. I'm, I, there's, I can't do anything else. I used every last little trick in my arsenal. Yeah. I mean, it just. But um, you did better than me because I think I usually just walk up to the fort in an accident. I'm like, 85 arrows are falling on me. I'm like, dude, my life's <laughs> always down in red. I'm like, I, it's like I, my bad. You didn't even give me a chance to turn around and walk away. It's like that was, you're not supposed to be here. I'm like, oh that, god. And that's the thing is sometimes it'll it'll do it automatically. Like there's like five different from five different directions, just a swarm of arrows will hit you. Yeah, I'm like, what but the I've, hell? I've already unlocked that ability to where you can, if you're down, you can bring yourself back up. That so yeah. that's how I started. Is like I, I walked in, and I'm like, oh, overwhelming presence. Well, I, I can't fucking go anywhere else. And I took another step and immediately fucking down on the ground, face <laughs> down. I'm like, oh god, oh god, heal. And and thank, thank God they don't they, thank God they don't save you in there like you're just saving. Oh, and dying, yeah. saving and dying. Oh, that would <laughs> suck. That would suck. I like would a quit. bad like a bad Halo save when you're on the Warthog and flip over the edge of the uh, <laughs> siding or something and you see checkpoint reached and then it loads again and your your yeah, Warthog's just, just flipping yeah. through. It's, it's that thing like that uh, friend of the show Renee where I always tell you that story uh, Richard where I fucked him over in that uh that Tomb Raider game on the Dreamcast <laughs> where it lets you save anywhere and I, I and I was an asshole then I, I apologize Renee I know you listen to us where I saved it right before Laura Crop broke her neck and so every time we load the level she dies instantly. Oh. <laughs> He looked at me like, what the fuck? And I thought about it. I was like, yeah, that was kind of a dick move. My bad, dude. So I was like, he, he was pissed about it. So, I mean, that was like, I think that's when we were like teenagers. I think I was like 17. He was like, oh, that's fair. 12 or something like that. He was pissed about it because he was, he, he was probably pretty, I was probably more jealous because he got farther in Tomb Raider though. It wasn't, I think it might've oh. been the last, last revelation. I think that was the one on the Dreamcast. Yeah. Then yeah. I forgot. But it, for whatever reason, it lets you save anywhere. And I was like, that was so dumb. I don't know why it lets you save as you're falling to your death. Like, you'd be like right there on the ground. There's nothing he could do. As, as soon as you load it, it's in death. Oh. Not a chance to roll away. I'm sorry, Renee. I know it's been 20 years and he's probably still mad about it when he thinks about it. Cesar, you bitch. You might have had hey. to come to blows over that one. 
He was pissed. Yeah. I that. yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, um, I still uh, loading up Hollow Knight and going through Hollow Knight as well. Um, still chugging <laughs> along with that. That's our uh, said you're going to fuck around and beat that game. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I'm, I told y'all last week about there's like three enemies or three different areas you have to go to to unlock the final fight. I've gone and done like some of the DLC. I've gone and uh, collected the three dreamers in order to unlock the final fight. Um, I got past that bullshit fight uh, that I was talking about that I was originally stuck in when I stopped the game for a long period of time. Uh, I got past that today and you're right. I'm probably just going to keep walking around. And I'm probably, I probably will finish this game. It's going to be the, the main story. Ever. Yeah. was one of the dreamers called uh, Everly brothers. <laughs> no, no. Was one of the dreamers radical. <laughs> dream, dream, dream. <laughs> Other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Brent. I had you're to, good. I had to you're throw good. Everly Brothers. I was like, I heard dreams like Everly Brothers sucking my head. Fucking. <laughs> Other than that, in anticipation, I uh, loaded up um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh, for the PS1 on. Um, put it on my Vita. Nice. Uh, and just kind of played through because um, I, I did it today, so. I I just had time to go through the warehouse and uh, school. Um, just like you did when it came out in the 1990s. Gosh, Pizza Hut. I, that that game like was one of the main titles that like built m- my childhood and built my experiences with the PS1. And it's still it holds up so well. I love how arcadey it is. I just I I love how well still holds up i mean it's still you've got the the skaters and everything is is all jagged and stuff is a sign of the times but i'm i'm excited for uh for friday um i did hear something that's um potentially troubling about this now it's just a rumor and i i just heard it today um so the whole thing from Dragon Ball, like Tien, the whole. I'm trying to spell it out if I can. A S. D R M. Brent Brent knows what I'm going for. D R M. There's there's a rumor floating around that this game will have out of the box D R M. That basically you get the game, and the so game is crazy. useless until you put it in the system and connect online. And and the whole game's on the disc. We finally got the part where the whole game's on the disc. Uh, why not? I mean, it's digital future. And that's and but the thing. I mean, hopefully it's not true, especially at least for <laughs> single player. Yeah. If if they if they have that on there for multiplayer, fine, whatever. I I, I really don't give a fuck. Uh, but uh, to counteract, it could be just for the music, some way that they can easily remove music. It's possible. Because uh, remember, but, these, how many times have we had Grand Theft Auto 4 patched on the Xbox because of the fucking yeah. music? That thing patches like every day, like because they take some music out. That's my guess. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking but, it might be easier way where they can just take songs out without the patch it. They just block it. But think about it. I mean, if you've got the disc and for some reason you don't have internet, or say it's 
let's just say five years down the line and 10 years down the line, something, you know, a little bit farther on and they've completely cut support for the game. You go, you pop that disc in, it reads the disc, it goes to boot up and then you're at the loading screen and then you get into the game, but you're not even in the game. And it says that online support is, is no longer active for this title and you can't even play this game anymore. It's the fear. It's it would it's very disappointing if this <laughs> rumor be, is true. You'll be back on the PS1 copy playing the uh, on the Vita. You'll be back right, right back on it where you started. Yep, because I definitely won't be booting up the shittier HD collection that came out a few years ago. Yeah, I remember right. that getting panned pretty bad. So to answer your question. I guess somebody from Platonic, or I don't know what he has to do with it, said, I've been told this isn't true. There is a day one patch, but the game can still be played without it. My guess is the, box, mess- my guess is the box messaging is a caution on Activision's part. Yeah. And that's that, that's why I didn't want to say anything it about news or anything. Part. Yeah, yeah I, did, I didn't right. want to add it to news because I it was a thing that was just rumored. It was, It's not fact, so I didn't, I didn't really want to wanted to bring it up but not yeah. as a absolute 100% thing. Brant, try it next turn your uh turn your system offline. Make make it go offline before you pop it in so we can find out next week. Let us oh, know. Yeah. So apparently he says uh he only reason why he said anything is because he's only sharing to debunk the rumors and he's been told officially by Activision. He he doesn't he work for Platonic? Yeah, the people who work on ukulele. So what ties would he have? He's a news journalist also. News journalist at VGC News, Words and Ukulele, Impossible Layer, CVG. He also works as a journalist. Okay. He's also he's also a West Ham fan, so I trust him. <laughs> there we go. He's a uh, he's, he's ST holder. He's a biased, holder. Your biased news from Cesar, the West Ham fan. Hey man, he can't be all that bad. He's a West Ham fan. But yeah, I mean, I'd heard I heard people already saying, well, if that's true, I'm gonna I'm gonna cancel my pre-order, and then I'm like. <laughs> I'm not like that. I'm not at that point. I'm yeah. not. But it was it was just something that I was like, man, I, I really hope that's not true. And I'm if you know this dude from if this if this guy's saying that it's it's not true is what he's heard is is there's day one patch and you can still play the game. Everything's good. We'll see. I'll do I'll uh, do what you were talking about, Richard. I'll uh, take my PS4 offline and see what go. happens. Yeah. And then we'll know. For, for sure. Um, I, I believe it on PC because they always do like Denuvo and that shit where they always try to do uh, uh, anti-copy and then they, they always end up taking it down. I think what after three or four months because somebody always finds a way to break it. So yeah. And then the last thing that I got to, um, y'all are gonna love this. Um, we just kind of because I couldn't get co-op to work right with it. It just wouldn't log in everything correctly but uh we played doritos crash course hell yes the and we just kind of the t-rex no, game that's uh the other doritos game no the uh yes. the, the wipeout esque yep. yeah the wipeout esque uh <laughs> style game sponsored by doritos for the <laughs> xbox 360 hell yeah uh it, that game, I've got so many good memories of that game. 
and booting it up and just kind of passing the controller around uh, with the family. Yep. It, it's so fun. And my, you get to the areas where you're not just doing regular platforming or, you know, jumping, swinging from ropes and you got the dang, um, water balloons that the little things are shooting at you and he keeps getting hit in the face and knocked off the stage and we're just laughing and having a good time and that is awesome gosh that was was peak uh microsoft especially that one versus 100 oh yeah and they had the yaris game the yaris game was not as good as doritos crash course but you would get achievements for like driving a yaris down a tunnel i do remember the t-rex game too is this backwards yep. compatible brand or is it just yeah. playable in 360? I played it on my Xbox One. Yeah. This would this would be something that would be peak stream content. Yeah. Doritos, Doritos Crash, Crash Course. Course. <laughs> Brought to you by side sponsor Doritos. <laughs> now 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 it's all about that uh, fall fall guys. Fall guys. Fall out guys. Mm-hmm. Fall out guys. Mm-hmm. You like that better? Uh but yes, that that has um that was my games played for the week. That was it. We did it. One hour, 12 minutes. The shortest no podcast in millennia. No, we have time. Let's, go, let's keep going. No. I'm me, so me, 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 me. Something to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so me, tired, me, man. Me, me, me. <laughs> let's keep fucking going. Oh. Now we can, we can stream and get into phase two of the news. No, let's wrap the show up. <laughs> you can catch us on YouTube and Twitch every Wednesday live. Never and then, keep it going. Keep no, going. it's not. <laughs> We're ending this here. <laughs> Richard's like the worst part of the show. I'm not doing fucking news forever. <laughs> Trying to see if I can mute you. <laughs> I can mute both of you and just record myself. Uh, yeah, I can. I actually could mute both of you. We're not going to do that. Oh, that was just a funny bit. Uh, the, the podcast will go up every Thursday or Friday at your favorite podcast aggregator, wherever your RSS feed uh, ac- accumulated, accumulation client is found. You can find our podcast. Anything else, guys? I sent a, I put it, oh, gosh. I put an uh, image out there for Brent for the new... Uh, Hell yeah! For the new ReZero game for PS4 and Switch. They just released a new image, and that was it. He's trying to keep it going, ladies and gentlemen. We are going <laughs> to get out of here. It was a great show. Uh, thank you for joining us, Fiddling Gangsta. Don't forget to subscribe. We're up to 100, no, 126 views. We're up to 21 viewers, or <laughs> followers, so we're getting there. We're slowly climbing to 50. Tell your friends to follow the show. Tell your family. Tell those and friends family. to tell friends. Tell yeah. them that there's a mature rating on this show. Possibly. We did do the uh, World of Warcraft expansions uh, STDs game today, so yes. that, I guess that puts us in that category. Tentacles and other things are mentioned oh god a lot <laughs> oh god y'all keep bringing up the tentacles it's not even in my world that's uh, I, i've that's never copies and interest actually if you when you go back to listen to this podcast i never mentioned that at all brand that's I brand's think, contribution I, I think my name was thrown in there that i was associated with it but i never confirmed or denied i was like i'm just i'm not, I'm not gonna bring it up <laughs> all right brant you now own the tentacles <laughs> oh lord all right ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us this week and we'll catch you next week bye See you. Adios.